Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Are you awake? Yes. Wide awake? Yes. Okay, brilliant. Um, so we will be looking at the book of Acts, uh, chapter 8. Um, so chapter 8, maybe continuing from chapter 7, the last part. Um, verse 54, then 25. It's a long portion. By my adventure is to finish in time. Otherwise, the second congregation can join in part, you know. So I can put one message for two, you know, who knows how Holy Spirit works. You can expect many things. Good, good. If it's in India, I won't be, I will be a bit more relaxed because four hours you can preach nonstop. <laughs> You don't have to worry about time. Um, so, uh, Book of Acts, we, if you missed the best opportunity, go online, uh, listen. Uh, that's the best way you can listen uh, what I've been preaching and uh, what's, what's actually we are talking and teaching. One of the so, so a couple of uh, practical uh, things you can do. Uh, download is available online. If you transfer into a USB stick or CD, and when you're stuck in the traffic, you know, it's the best thing other than get, oh, move on, move on, you know, just play uh, one of the uh, messages you missed. Recently, I was stuck in the traffic, so I was start getting a bit annoyed, so I pressed, Arnold's message came, revival, you know, so, so 45 minutes, it was really good, you know, it's a refreshing uh, kind of time. So it's worth listening that, I listened that three times already, then uh, is, um, I think I want to listen to that again because a man lived with a passion for revival 40 years and uh, uh, that's really encourage you to go back and pray again and again God send your revival rain to our city um, and uh, reminding the promises for our church also okay Acts chapter 7 verse uh, 54 shall we read together uh, verse 54 onwards okay read together so if you can look at here uh, look at your, uh, uh, the Bible. I will be following NIV. So if you're following ESV, that's absolutely fine. Uh, so shall we read together? How many of you can read? Uh, Sarah, did you start reading? Do you know how to read now? Okay, so you can join uh, or look at here and read. Okay, excited. It's together. When they heard this, they were furious. Are you reading? <laughs> how many of you bring Bible? How many... You know, so, no. <laughs> it's there. Okay. Okay, ready? When they heard this, they were furious and gnashed their teeth at him. But Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit, looked up to heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Look, he said, I see heaven open and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. At this very covered their ears and yelling at the top of their voices, they all rushed at him, dragged him out of the city and began to stone him. Meanwhile, the witness laid their clothes at the feet of a young man named Saul. While they were stoning him, Stephen prayed, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Then he fell on his knees and cried out, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. When he had said this, he fell asleep. Verse, uh, chapter 8. And Saul was there. Is it there? Yes, yeah, there now. Okay. Shall we read? 
And Saul was there giving approval to his death. On that day, a great persecution broke out against the church at Jerusalem. And all except apostles were scattered throughout Judea and Samaria. Godly men buried Stephen and mourned deeply for him. But Saul began to destroy the church, going from house to house. He dragged off men and women and put them in prison. Those who had been scattered preached the word whenever they went. Philip went down to a city in Samaria and proclaimed the Christ there. When the crowd heard Philip and saw the miraculous signs he did, they all paid cold attention to what he did. With shrieks, evil spirits came out of many, and many paralytics and cripples were healed. So there was great joy in that city. Now for some time, a man named Simon had practiced sorcery in the city and amazed all the people of Samaria. He boasted them. He was a great, someone great. And all the people, both high and low, gave him attention and exclaimed, This man is the divine power known as the great power. They followed him because he had amazed them for a long time with his magic. But when they believed Philip and he preached the good news of the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized, both men and women. Simon himself believed and was baptized, and he followed Philip everywhere, astonished by the great signs and miracles he saw. When the apostles in Jerusalem heard that Samaria had accepted the word of God, they sent Peter and John to them. When they arrived, they prayed for them and that they might receive the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit had not yet come upon any of them. They had simply been baptized into the name of Jesus. Then Peter and John placed their hands on them, and they received the Holy Spirit. When Simon saw that the Spirit was given at the laying of the apostle's hand, he offered them money and said, Give me also this ability, so that everyone of whom I lay my hands may receive the Holy Spirit. Peter answered, May your money perish with you, because you thought you could buy the gift of the God with money. You have no part of share in this ministry, because your heart is not right before. Repent of this wickedness and pray to the Lord, perhaps you, he will receive, oh sorry, perhaps he will f- forgive you for having such a thought in your heart, for I see that you are full of your heart. <laughs> then Simon answered, pray to the Lord for me, so that nothing you have said may happen to me. When they have testified and proclaimed the word of the Lord, Peter and John returned to Jerusalem, preaching the gospel in many 
Samaritan villages. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, shall we pray together? Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, we come before your presence, God. This is your word. Lord Jesus, we can go through many commentaries and different points, but ultimately, we want you to speak to our heart this morning, God. Would you please come and fill us, God? What you want to talk to us this morning, God? Which are the areas you want to encourage and expose and strengthen us, God? And where do you want us to move forward after hearing this word in our, in our life, God. Would you please come and strengthen us, God. At the timing when we hear the word, Lord Jesus, we expect healings. We expect miracles, God. We expect deliverances, God. We expect, Lord Jesus, uh, sadness being gone. Lord Jesus, we can turn to you, God, because you are the author and the finisher of our life, God. Come, Holy Spirit, God. Come and help me to preach the good news, God. Uh, Lord Jesus, uh, uh, help me to preach in a Paka Yorkshire accent with uh, 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 Lord Jesus Cambridge, uh, uh, Lord Jesus grammar effect, God. Lord Jesus, God, come so that I can bless these people, God. Thank you, Lord. Come in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's see how God is going to answer my prayer. <laughs> okay. It's great. Um, persecution is a sin. I was, when I was reading this uh, portion this morning again, this is kind of ISIS time, you know. Their season, as Paul was doing massive persecution against the church, dragging people, killing people, putting them into prison, lots of things are going on. So ultimately, what is actually going on, where God is taking us and what God is doing among all these kind of things. I'll go to the first uh, uh, PowerPoint clip. Uh, it's actually part of God's plan. Uh, uh, God wants to reach uh, the whole nation with this good news that start in Acts chapter 1, verse 8. Let's look, uh, look at Acts chapter 1. Uh, you don't need to turn that one. You can just, uh, oh, okay, it's there. Uh, uh, Acts chapter 1, uh, verse 8 says, uh, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit come on you, and you will be my witness, which are the places, Jerusalem, and in Judea, and in Shamaria, and to the ends of the year. Here we go. This is the prophecy from the Holy Spirit to the church. When you receive the Holy Spirit, you will speak in tongues 24-7, and you will be filled with the Holy Spirit. Prophecy, prophecy, prophecy. Now, what actually happens? When you receive the power, this is the impact. You're going to be my witness through different uh, uh, different places, especially in, uh, in Jerusalem, then that's moving to Judea, then in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. That's God's sovereign plan. And um, uh, God was using that circumstances uh, for his glory and for his kingdom. So here, the first time uh, uh, the, the Jerusalem church uh, is reaching the outreach, uh, the the uh, the other parts of the uh, uh, that area, especially Jerusalem, Judea. Now they're entering to a non-Jewish area, or church is expanding his territories into non-Jewish community. But God is using uh, persecution as a means to reach them. How did that happen? How did the persecution start? Let's go to uh, uh, the the slide number three. You know, if you want to trigger 
persecution, use this word specifically, you know, okay? Uh, uh, if you want to create a, 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 a persecution uh, um, and do something, specifically repeat and practice this word, stiff neck, stiff neck, stiff neck, you know. After preaching, use this word, you will get it, you know, so <laughs> guarantee it. So he was actually talking about, uh, after preaching, uh, what, what was wrong with the, with the Jewish people or the Pharisees? You stiff-necked people, you uncircumcised in your, heart, uh, in your heart and ears, you always resist the Holy Spirit as your father did. You know, so he was telling the truth. So it was offensive and persecution brought out. Uh, uh, or, or it's broke out. So here, the death of Stephen is, a, is a one of the, uh, uh, the time uh, Jesus standing, you know. Amazing. Jesus stood at the right-hand side of the Father, and he received uh, Stephen's spirit. You know, while they were stoning, Stephen prayed, Lord, receive my spirit. And before that, you know, just he's a, he looked up, look, you looked up to the heavens, saw the glory of God, Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Look, he said, I see heaven open and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. It's a glorious moment. In the midst of persecution, he is seeing God and God's glory and his sovereign plan and his, uh, 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 and his purpose in the midst of persecution. We may face persecution in different forms and different ways, but this is our prayer. That's always, uh, I've been praying this almost every day. May I never lose the wonder. That's one, one thing I keep on praying. God, Lord Jesus, I think I can face these kind of things, but Lord, I don't know how I'm going to respond tomorrow when difficult situations come. But this is my prayer, God. No matter what happens in my life, this is my prayer. God, Holy Spirit, would you please help me to see your glory and your majesty in all seasons. In all seasons. Because I don't want to lose that one. If I, the moment I lose that one, I lost everything. Because recently I read somewhere, Jesus plus nothing is everything. Jesus plus nothing is everything, you know. Even if you lose everything, as long as you have Jesus in you, you got everything. So uh, here, uh, in the midst of persecution, he was gloriously uh, uh, seeing God's presence and his glory. So one of the things you can expect when you've been uh, being filled with the Holy Spirit is uh, 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 the presence of the Holy Spirit is one of the key elements. We will come to that one, but the main uh, uh, the thing uh, after being filled with the Holy Spirit, we will be a, 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 we will become the witness of His kingdom. Uh, but we will start doing uh, the good news among our community, and we start move among from place to place. That's the work of the Holy Spirit, you know. So when I was uh, listening to Arnold's preaching, he was keep on mentioning one thing: you can evangelize, but you can't bring revival. <laughs> You can evangelize, but you can't bring revival. The same way, we can share the gospel. You can share the good news. You can uh, give, uh, communicate the news in different forms. Ultimately, it's the work of the Holy Spirit opening people's hearts and people's mind. At the time of Ramadan, I was uh, uh, sharing uh, gospel and um, uh, spending time with uh, some of the Muslim friends in my surrounding area. You know, there's a point you can bring all the arguments, and there's a point you reach God. I shared everything I can. Now you need to break in. <laughs> you know, you need to do something. You know, 
okay, okay, Bible is true, you can bring all these kind of things, you answer all the questions, and uh, you did everything you can in your ability, but there's a point you see, God, can you break in? Can you speak to them, God? Can you open their eyes? We see, it's very clear, my brother, it's very clear. It's not clear for them, you know. So that's the point. You pray, God, would you please come and break in? How do we get that reliance on the Holy Spirit? When we're being anointed by the power of the Holy Spirit, it's not a performance mode. Actually, we are relying on God more and more. Some people think when you're filled with the Holy Spirit, then you are in the mode of performance, you know, doing miracles, doing wonders. But when you're being filled with the Holy Spirit, actually, you're going to more and more relying on the Holy Spirit. God, I need you to, to do great thing, things in your name. So here, naturally, they're responding to the presence of the Holy Spirit and uh, uh, moving forward. Ephesians uh, chapter 2, verse 1 to 11, you know, uh, I'm not going there, actually talking about uh, people were Gentiles and they were, uh, they were uh, alienated from the gospel, from the kingdom, uh, from, the, uh, from the promise, but God brought them back to the kingdom and God is uniting them with the promises he gave to, uh, to the people of uh, Israel. So that's actually launching here in Acts chapter 8 to Shamaria. He is saying, you are not outcast anymore. You are joining into uh, the kingdom. Verse 4, Acts chapter 8, verse 4. Those who had scattered preached the word wherever they went. Those who had scattered preached the word of God wherever they went. That is, that is one of the signs of the uh, uh, filling of the Holy Spirit, you know. Preaching the good news with boldness. The problem is, blessing. Yes, we know that, but practically, it's quite difficult. Are you expecting us to carry a tract all the time? Are you expecting us to carry a Bible all the time? Are you expecting us to stand there like a Jehovah's Witness with the two, uh, two magazines there all the time? So, uh, what do you want us to do? So, so, what do you want us to do? You know, we know that being filled with the Holy Spirit, we have a responsibility to preach. So, are you expecting us to a corner and preaching? The, what does that really mean? You know, preaching the word wherever they went. It can come in different forms and different ways. I have seen the greatest, the powerful way you can communicate gospel is through friendship. Is through friendship. You know, that, that's the best place you can start, through friendship. Nothing wrong in preaching the gospel in a, in a street corner. It will work in India. You do get audience. In Eastern culture, you do get audience. Here also, you may get good audience. But I don't know culturally how much you do get audience here because uh, lots of charities are there. You know, just uh, lots of things are fundraising going on. But in India, if you just, just go to a corner... And uh, if you go to especially somewhere near a big tree and stand there, especially banyan tree, and say, guys, I'm going to tell you a good news. Within three minutes, you will get 500 people, guarantee. <laughs> Within three minutes, you know. For example, 
If you go to an ethnic diverse uh, area, if there is an accident or something, or if some, something going on, people will gather like, uh, like flies there. Even here, if you come to Spitterhill or Burngrieve area, if there is an incident, there will be hundreds of people. People even stop in the middle of the road to see what's going on. It's possible. That's a cultural thing. It's possible. But we are in a multicultural way. It may work in some places. It may not work in some places. But the best place you can start is evangelism through friendship. Friendship, friendship. How can you do that one? Okay, I've been filled with the Holy Spirit. You know, every day I do speak in tongues. Hey, hey, this morning I spoke in tongues. You know, I know I've been filled with the Holy Spirit. But sharing gospel, ooh, that's a bit scary, you know. Where do I start? The best place is uh, communicating the good news in every area of your life. Recently, you know, it's just uh, as a family, we were going through some, some toughest situation. I was talking to Catherine. Kath, this is the time we are going to really see how much we are going to enjoy God in the midst of tough times. It's easy to enjoy God when everything is going all right. But when the wind is against you, when the waves are against you, and when God wants to focus on him, God is not going to accuse you, ah, uh-uh, you are distracting now, CZ, no. God is keep on encouraging you, stay focused. It's a training. It's a training. It's a training. When greater wind comes, you can focus on God more. So when you go for, through tough times, even though it's grumpy enough to be grumpy, but it's a great opportunity to be shaped and strengthen by the power of the Holy Spirit. They are facing the unknown. We may not face this kind of persecution, but we are facing many unknowns in our culture now. Huge migration, emigration, asylum seekers, marriage definition being changed. We are in an unknown territory now. We don't know how to face these kind of challenges. There's a Somali guy there. There's an Yemeni person there. There's a Pakistani family there. There's a Saudi Arabian family there. There's a Welsh family there. Surrounded with the different ethnic minorities. In the midst of that. Planting churches. Multiplication of churches. Reaching the community. Is an epic, epic, epic challenge. But... There are lots of stories in the scripture. God enabled them to move through the unknowns. <laughs> Naturally moving. There's no training. Just moving forward and preaching the good news. And facing challenges. And they saw miraculous signs he did. When the crowd heard Philip and saw the miraculous signs... He did. They all paid close attention to what he did with, what's the word? Shrieks. Okay. Evil spirits came out of many and many paralytics crippled were healed. So there were great joy 
in that city. Shall we say that word together? So there was great joy in that city. A bit more loud, please. So there was great joy in that city. We are called City Church. Haha. <laughs> it's not random, you know. <laughs> we are called City Church. One of the callings upon us bringing great joy into the city. When we walk through the street, we are facing challenges every day. Culture, counterculture, ethnicity, legislation, education. Everywhere we have challenges to face, but we are not stopped by the challenges. That's the power of the Holy Spirit will enable you to move forward, not by your muscle power, but by the work of the Holy Spirit. The moment we think, I can't do that, you are right, you can't do that. That's a great revelation, praise God. But this next step God wants to reveal to your heart, God can do it. God can do it. As a church, God placed us for his kingdom and his glory. Practically, how do you do that? I was pre- when I was preparing this one, if there is no practical example, there's no point of preaching, you know. So otherwise, <laughs> how do you do that, you know? Okay, how many of you have different ethnic people neighbors here? My goodness, most of them live in very upper class, <laughs> white middle class, or no class areas. Okay, God transform us, God. No, you have. You have. Best way, I think some of you might be have a Pakistani taxi uh, neighbors, you know. Some of them have a different, uh, uh, different kind of things, you know. Where do you start? Where do you start? Just say, hello. That's the best place to start. <laughs> That's a good start. Second thing you can say, if it's morning, good morning. If you are living... If you have a bit more courage, and if you are surrounded with some neighbors, we call them neighbors for Muslims, okay? If, if I say neighbors, it will be Muslim from now. Okay, if you have some neighbors' neighbors, neighbor neighbors, you can say, assalamu alaikum, you know, nothing wrong in that one. <gasps> oh, I will be attacked by the demonic force, you know, so no. No, so say, you can just start. My goodness. That person spoke something we, we say something, you know. That's a bridge. You know, how was your Ramadan? How was your Eid? How was your Eid? You know, so that's a good point. You can start conversation. You can cook meal, make sure that that's halal. Don't take them, a, you know, wine, a sausage casserole. Seems like uh, 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 Rachel already did that mistake, you know. (laughs) Talk to her. Don't do that mistakes again. You can. It's possible. They are human beings, you know. We are bombarded with lots of information by BBC, ABC, you know, just media. And there's kind of fear in our heart But the other end, the people are created in God's image and God's likeness. The same Jesus saved us, died for them too. 
There's only one hope for them. That is Jesus. And we are surrounded by these people. We are facing challenge. Here, Jerusalem, the church in Jerusalem facing challenge because they are into an unknown territory. But they are not worried about the anonymity or kind of circumstances. But they are being filled with the power of the Holy Spirit, naturally, spontaneously, part of life, sharing gospel, doing miracles. They were not doing like that. I'm going to heal this person. I'm going to heal this person. I'm going to heal. No, 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 no. Spontaneously. Did everyone been healed? No, I don't know. But that's absolutely God's plan. If God wants to heal someone, he will do it. But my responsibility, praying for someone, laying hands, communicating the gospel, trusting in God, more and more, God, you can do that. You can do that. You can do that. A couple of books worth reading, Spirit for the Church and Reaching Muslims. You know, brilliant book, two books, highly recommended. You know. So before you read uh, this one, read this one. You know. So be, uh, then it will be really helpful. You know. Read that one, small book, but it will enable you. It's a journey. It's not a performance. It's not on the basis of, yes, I'm not doing good. Sometimes we do go bad and good. It's not about that. So absolutely resting in God's plan. <laughs> Rejoicing in God's plan in all season. That's why we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Then some of the church challenges we may face is uh, people expectation. You know, here is a guy called Simon. So Simon wants to, uh, Simon heard this one. Oh, this is really interesting. And I want to get saved. I want to add it to the church. You know, his motivation was absolutely ridiculously wrong. All he want, this magic. All he want, the magic. You may see these kind of people in the church. They are in the church with a wrong reason. For a good karma. Not kurma. That's a curry. I'm talking about doing good things karma, you know. So, okay. You know, to have a feel good, you know. Another thing, something I'm part of. This is not a plan B place. Being in God's presence, you know, knowing Jesus is the only one way you can get saved. There's no plan B. So here is a guy, when he saw that, people being filled with the Holy Spirit by laying hands, he said, I like to have that one so I can do some things. So can I have that one? But the apostles were dealing with that very, very, very strongly. They said, no, sorry, mate, you got the wrong end of the stick, you know. You completely misunderstood what God is doing. So you may come across these kind of people, you know, so, but you are speaking the truth and love. At the same time, God, may, God might do things with them. Let me go to one, uh, one, more, or one more clip, you know. That's a uh, sixth one, you know. He has given his spirit. He has given his spirit. Where is that one? So when, when that comes, we will, uh, we, will, uh, we will look at that one. Are they here? Okay. Can you read the word, that Greek word? Epipepto. Okay, here we go. You're learning Greek, you know. So honestly, if you want to learn a bit of Greek, go to blueletterbible.com, you know. You can get 
everything you want in terms of uh, verse by verse, everything you know. So you don't have to worry about, oh, plus I've been studying Greek, you know? Working hard, no, it's simple. <laughs> Go online and study verse by verse, you know, blue letter Bible, you know, if you want to study some of the uh, things you can know. Epipeto means like uh, actually the Holy Spirit fell upon these people. It's very significant. Sometimes people think uh, it's quite a confused kind of stage. It's not to be confusing. At the time of your conversion, at the time of God, God's working in your heart, there is, there is a working of the Holy Spirit in your heart. Absolutely. Without the work of the Holy Spirit, you cannot know Jesus. That's absolutely work of the Holy Spirit. This is something different. There are 12 times in the New Testament this word uh, uh, been coming again and again and again and again. That's in Acts chapter 8, in Acts chapter uh, 1-8, in Acts chapter 10, in Acts chapter 11, in Acts chapter 19, in Acts chapter 20, different places in Luke chapter 15, different places this word is coming again and again and again. So literally it says, fall upon, fall upon, you know, just like, uh, so just uh, something falling upon. That's different from the work of the Holy Spirit at the time of conversion. I do believe this is something God started. God was asking, don't go and do your own business by your own strength or with the, with the work of the Holy Spirit in your heart. You need, you need to wait. You need to wait for the power of the Holy Spirit. We don't need to wait anymore. It's been coming. Only thing we need to receive that one. We, we may go, uh, go to that area. Uh, otherwise, we will finish in two minutes. You know? So uh, being filled with the Holy Spirit is, is a very important thing. And this is a gift. This is not through our own uh, performance or anything. It's absolutely uh, uh, it's a gift. What's the criteria you need to have that one? Hunger. Asking. In Luke chapter 11, God asks, ask, seek, knock. Ask, seek, knock. This is very crucial. So this is my encouragement. If you're, if you're not sure about being, not being filled with the Holy Spirit, you know, just uh, this, this uh, epipepto happen in your life, you know. So if you're not sure, come and talk to one of the leaders, you know. Come and talk to someone, you know, so we can help you. If you're confused, you know, don't stay there, you know. But this is very important. God, I need you, God. Being filled with your Spirit. There is another cause, something called refilling. That's in Ephesians, you know, don't worry about that one. But if you're not filled with the Holy Spirit, in Acts chapter 1, 8, you know, so in Acts chapter 8, in Acts chapter 10, you know, so so when when they were laying hands, they were filled with the Holy Spirit. That is different. That's epipepto. In in Luke chapter 15, you know, when the father saw the son is coming back, he was run. The same word, you know, just fell upon him. That's being empowered and equipped by the power of the Holy Spirit. For what? to know him better, and to share him better. So we will be resting in his presence more and more. Lots of things to preach, but I'm going to stop here. There are lots of scriptures in John chapter uh, 7, you know, on the last day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, if anyone thirst, let him come to me and drink. It's all about his presence. It's all about his glory. It's all about his plan. This is all about his plan and purpose. Sheffield belongs to the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. We are part of that. There is no pressure. But God wants to rest in him and rejoicing in God's presence 
and to be a salt and light in this community. So let's start today, you know, just pray to God. And uh, if, you, if you are nervous, you know, just to come and talk to uh, one of the leaders, one of, uh, one, of, uh, one of the people in your group. Oh, I want to reach out. I want to share, you know, just say, come and help me. Could you please pray for me? Just step out, you know, just uh, do it. Or pray today, God. These are the neighbors. I want to reach them, God. Let's stand and pray together. Thank you, Jesus, God. Thank you, Lord. So why can't we lift our voice and pray together? You can mention, God, this is my heart, God. This is my prayer, God. Lord Jesus, I, I, I don't want to perform, God. I want to rest in your presence. At the same time, I want to move through the challenges and circumstances and impossibilities, knowing that this is a challenging situation, but I'm not analyzing the challenges, but I want to rest in you, God. I want to be filled with your presence, God. I want to demonstrate your glory and kingdom, God. Uh, Lord Jesus, because... Your word is true. Your ways are higher than our ways, God. There is no other hope. Only hope we have, that is Jesus, God. You gave that salvation to our heart, God. But we want to communicate this gospel to to the nations, God. They are here. We don't need a visa to go to all these nations. They are here now, God. Would you please come and anoint us, God? Let's lift our voice, God. Let's church, let's lift our voice and pray to God. This is my desire. Children, please pray. You know, anxious, please pray, God. I have many friends, God. This season, God, would you please come and fill me with your spirit, God. If you're not received by the power of the Holy Spirit, if you, if you never had this experience of the epipepto coming, falling upon, you can pray to God. God, I want to be filled with your presence, God, so that I can be transformed and I can be renewed by your strength, God. Come, Holy Spirit, God. Move among us, God, and fill us, God. Thank you, Jesus, God. Thank you, Lord. Mm.